0: the twelfth chapter of Hilchas Tain Vinitin, the law involving a plaintiff and defendant of a financial dispute. This perek contains 20 halachas and deals with further details of the chazaka of Shanim of the presumption of ownership of a person in the event that he has utilized a field for three consecutive years. Perek Shneim Asa, the twelfth chapter, halacha Aleph. In the previous parakim, we have described various ways we can tell who is the owner of an object. In movable objects, the general principle is that whoever is holding the object owns it. When it comes to land, however, it is in the presumed ownership, the the, chazaka of the old owner, not the person that is now on the land. But as we have mentioned previously, this is only if the present inhabitant of this land has not been there for three consecutive years. Should he be there for three consecutive years and the original owner has not objected, then even without any proof we assume that he owns this land. Now the Rambam gives various details about how long exactly this three-year period must be. Halacha Aleph Shalashonim shamarnu miyayim The three years we have been speaking about here are from day to day. In other words, three full years to the day. And even if the present inhabitant is only missing one day, he has had two years, and the last year he is short only one day, he does not have a chazaka, and we take him away from the field. However, the Rambam will now differentiate two different categories of land. Land refers not only to the land itself, but anything connected to the land. And the Rambam will give two categories. One category, for which the three years must be day to day, and another category that, th- that it goes for three growing seasons. When does this apply, that you must have three full years to the day? With land, which produces literally fruit constantly. In other words, it is constantly producing profit. For example, houses and courtyards, which constantly produce profits through being rented out. Different sorts of storage trenches. And stores, inns, and bathhouses. And dovecotes. Uh, the storage areas built in trees for doves and pigeons. And also olive presses. And fields which are constantly being irrigated, they're constantly watered and seeded and planted. And gardens, vegetable gardens and orchards. And so too servants who are capable of walking by, by themselves as we have mentioned previously that I'm referring here to Perek Yud. All of these constantly produce fruits are constantly producing profit and therefore this Three year period is counted from day to day, three complete years however, a regular field which is only being irrigated through rainwater and also a, an orchard, a regular orchard of trees where they grow by themselves and are collected once a year in distinction to a, with a pardes, a type of orchard which is constantly being worked. These types of fields which have growing seasons ain't in the yain le They do not require three years from day to day for a chazaka. was But once the person has consumed three crops, three harvests from one type of, of food, this is already considered to be like three years. Ketzer, how is this exactly? If it was a field of dates, and he took three harvests of dates, the words gedireis, uh, as opposed to betzireis and are different words for collecting the crop, uh, which vary in Hebrew according to the type of food being collected. So, if he collected three harvests of dates. Or it was a field of grapes, a vineyard. And he collected three crops of grapes. Or a field of olives. And he collected three harvests of olives. They are considered like three years, and therefore he acquires possession. And even if three complete years to the day have not passed, over here since he has already consumed them for three seasons, he does not have to wait till the end of the year, because he has already consumed the produce of the field for three years. Furthermore, in a field of trees, there is another detail involved. Normally, when we have a field of trees, a person does not harvest each tree every year. He leaves blank space, some empty space unharvested between the trees, in order that the trees should have sufficient nourishment from the ground. Otherwise, the trees will dry up and, uh, and die. Here, Even if the trees are one next to another. And there was not proper distance between them. The trees are on top of each other, and all of them are being harvested. And in the end, they will end up drying up and have to be uprooted. Nevertheless, even though over here, his harvesting is not causing the the continued existence of the field, but destroying it. Nevertheless, since he has already consumed three harvests, he has acquired possession of the field, even if three complete years have not passed. If a person brings witnesses that he has lived in this courtyard for three years, or that he has rented it out to someone else for three years, taking this as proof that he himself is the owner. This is a valid proof that the field belongs to him. The one claiming to be the owner, meaning the original owner of this courtyard, says that perhaps you didn't live in it both day and night. Or perhaps the ones that you rented out to, the tenants, did not live in it day and night. And the three years that, that a person must live in it to have a Rachazaka must be both day and night. This is a valid claim. If he himself does not bring it up, the court will not raise it for him, which will be in contra-distinction, contradistinction to Allah gimel. However, if he himself does make such a claim, it is valid. And thereafter, the court tells the one who is presently holding the field, either bring witnesses that these years you are speaking of are full years, day and night, or else leave the field. And even if witnesses come and say that, the, that this courtyard was rented to us and we live there both night and day. And the original owner of the field has said, bring witnesses that you live there day and night. In other words, the original owner does not accept these tenants themselves to testify that they live there day and night. They tell them, bring other witnesses you live there day and night. Then we listen again to his claim. <laughs> these tenants have to bring a proof that they live there constantly day and night. Why is it we don't trust these witnesses themselves? <laughs> because this claim that they are making is dependent on them. It's not dependent on the, t- on the claim of the one who is now in, in charge of the land, that they will testify for him. A person cannot testify in a court case about himself. And over here, the tenants are testifying about what they did. If they were testifying regarding a claim of the Moxik, the one that's holding the land, that he lived there for three consecutive years, day and night, then we could accept them. But here, they're testifying about themselves. They are Nagay the and bedoved. And even if, for some reason, we would not expect them to lie, let's say, for example, they have not yet paid the money, and to them it doesn't matter to whom they pay the money. Nevertheless, since they're tenants... Testifying about themselves, their testimony is invalid. Halacha Gimel. Let's say the one that is presently holding the land, or the witnesses, that are testifying that they were tenants in the field. They were not regular employees. They were traveling salesmen, who traveled from city to city or someone similar, who were only for certain periods at home. In this case, not only can we listen to the claim of the original owner, perhaps they did not live there constantly, but over here, Well, that we, the court, we explicate this claim for him to begin with. In other words, before he even says so, we, we state this claim. And, and when this machzik, the one presently holding the courtyard, Brings witnesses that he is uh, that he has been there for three years. The court tells him, you perhaps is aiming him, or perhaps is referring to one of the judges." Says, "Bring witnesses that you were in charge of this field both day and night, that you were there both day and night." that since it is so common that he will try to be there for uh, the claim of three years whereas in reality since he was there so rarely perhaps he came back only once a month the original owner of the field never noticed it therefore in this case we will make the claim and he will have to prove constant uh, occupancy but when does this apply in courtyards or ha- houses or similar things that they are normally lived in both day and night. But stores of businessmen or similar places that are only lived in in the daytime. Once there is proof that he lived there for three years, only by day, this is also sufficient proof for a chazaka. Since this is the normal form of occupation of a store. Allah The three years we are speaking about here must be constant, consecutive one after another. If someone takes possession of a field and plants it for one year and lets it lie fallow another year, and he does so a second time, planting it one year and leaving it fallow the next, Even should he do so for many years in a row, he still does not obtain possession. He must have three years where he is planting it consecutively. However, let's say that it was common in that place that people let the field lie fallow. That if you do not plant it for a year, then the next year it will produce a much greater crop. So let's say this was the custom in the place. And not necessarily does everybody lie the, let their fields lie fallow one year and then plant the next. Even if some of the people plant year after year and some of them plant one year and let it lie fallow another year, nevertheless, then it will be a valid chazaka if he uses it for three cycles. Uh, three plantings. Sharihu, Eimer, because he can always claim. The reason I let it lie fallow was in order that it should make a big crop in the next year that I will plant it. It was not in order to fool you to make it think that it was not three years in a row. We see that in this place people commonly let the fields lie fallow. Therefore, we will accept uh, accept this as a proof of Chazaka that he is the true owner. In the next four halachas, the Rambam will deal with cases where one person did not have three consecutive years of occupancy, but it was split among several people. Halakhahe. shut Two partners who who took occupancy of a field for six years. They alternated years. One partner used it the first. Third and fifth year, and the second one used the second, fourth, and sixth years. So none of them had three consecutive years, but there were three. Each one had three years together, and there were six consecutive years of occupancy between them. Nevertheless, lay also Chazaka Lechad The Chazaka, the presumption of occupancy, is no good for either of them. Shahari bala karka emer kibin shalori isi velosham ma'iti shahetzik ba adam eshat shana achar shana. That since I didn't see or hear that a, one person was in possession of the field for three years in a row. Because of this, I didn't need to make a protest. I know the law that I only need to protest if a person is there for three years in a row. Here, there was no one there for three years in a row, and I had no need to protest. But therefore, since this whole idea is, is dependent on the knowledge and understanding of the owner of the field. If these two partners wrote a document between them that they are going to use the field year after year with such an agreement, once three years have passed, they already have a chazaka. Why should it be different if there is a document? That we have a principle that any time something is written in a document, people find out about it. The word gets out since there are witnesses. The witnesses tell other people that two people are partners on this field. And certainly, word of this will get back to the original owner. Since he knows that they agreed to use it year after year, he cannot say that I didn't think anything of it simply because no one person was there for three years. Over here, they wrote specifically a document they're going to use it for three years. He for sure knows about it. He doesn't have to rely on looking at them. Therefore, since he did not enter a protest, he has lost any right to the field. Furthermore, so to the lawyers for a servant that two people have grabbed hold of and are using and, and they have used them year after year. If they write a document regarding their shared usage, they also both acquire a chazaka presumed ownership of the slave. Let's say the person that is holding the field utilizes its crafts for one year. And then he sold it. And the one that bought it uses it for year number two. And then this buyer, person number two over here, he sells it to a third person, a second buyer. And this third person, the second buyer, also consumes a year. So we have three years. One by the machzik, one by the first buyer, and then one by the second buyer. A total of three years. But all three of them are different parties. Can the original owner claim that he did not need to make a protest since they were all different people? So the Rambam says, If they sold one one to another using a document, All three of them combined to one Chazaka since there was no protest entered against them. As we mentioned in the previous halacha that since a document has a kale, it is publicized and certainly he knew that they were that when this third person came along, he was doing it only because of the buying of the first person also. And therefore, it would be considered a chazaka and he would be required to protest. However, if one was sold to another without a document, ain't a chazaka. there is no chazaka over here. There is no chazaka because the original owners can claim that since one person was not in this field for three consecutive years, I did not need to enter a protest. There were just different people living in the field. I didn't need to protest. If there was a document, however, he knew that all three were dependent on the first person who was being massaged, therefore he was required to object. Allah or if the father is used to feel for one year and his son for two or the father for two and the son for one or or the father one this child one and the one who bought from the child another year for a total of three this is considered a valid chazaka because since the father the father and child are considered to be together the person that was the original owner should have protested since he knows one is the father and one is the son he considers them as one unit however in the case where there is a buyer over here obviously he must have bought it with a document because we already know in the previous year in the previous halacha that if the last year was from a person that bought unless there is a shtar how is the original owner supposed to know that there is connection between these two people halacha ches Just as we learned previously of the case of a father and son, in the one who was being maksik the field, we have Allah for the father and son who were the original owners of the field. Let's say the maksik was utilizing the field before the owner of the field, who was a father, for one year and before his child for two, after the father has evidently passed away or in front of the father for two years, and in front of the child for one. Or one before the father, one before the son, and one before someone that the son sold it to. This is considered a chazaka. Because the son should have known what was going on with his father's fields and entered a protest, and so too the buyer should have entered a protest because he is responsible to know what was going on with the field previously. However, ben zu asad This third case where the father had won, the son won, and the buyer won, this is only when the son sold this field to this buyer with all of the other fields together. He made one package deal and sold all of the fields. Because in this case, Hikara the the one who was now holding the field, the Mahsik doesn't really realize that it was sold. All the fields were sold, and he didn't realize that the one he is presently on was sold with it. And therefore, he has an excuse for why after three years he wasn't careful to guard his document. As we mentioned previously, in the previous PEDEC, the reason we have this Chazakah after three years is because after three years, we don't expect somebody to hold on to their document. He holds the proof only for three years. Over here, even though we see, the one who was holding the field saw that the son sold it to the to the buyer, he was not aware that his field was con- is included among all of these fields if he would have realized that he would have held on to his start his document since he did not he has an excuse why he doesn't have it now but if the son didn't sell all the fields together he sold only this one field to a certain buyer in this case there is no greater protest a person could enter against someone sitting in his field than selling it to another person when a person sells his field he is showing that he still considers it to be his property even more than just going to witnesses and making a statement the field belongs to me and he is stealing the land from me as the Ramam explained the content of the machah in the previous paddock. This, you're not just making a statement that he is there illegally. You are showing that it totally belongs to you and you are removing him from the field by selling it to someone else. There is no greater machah than this and therefore, even should a person use it for three years, this sale is considered itself to be a machah and he does not acquire the khazaka after three years of such occupancy. In the following halachas, the Rambam mentions in what way, in what manner the field must be utilized in order to be considered valid utilization for three years of a afilo kama says, If a person merely plowed the field year after year, even for many years, Since he never got any benefit from the field, it is not considered a chazaka. What is the original owner mind if he plows the field and doesn't gain anything from it? Therefore, he did not protest. And so too, if he, if he opened up water channels to water the field. He opened them up, and then he was shided. He broke up the large clumps of earth into small pieces, and that's all he did. Since he never consumed the fruit of the field, it is not considered to be a valid chazaka. Halachayud. Zara even if he planted seeds, and he did not gain any profit. But he planted a core, a certain measurement of grain, and, he, and the land produced only a core identical to what he planted. He also gains no chazakah. Because he also has gained no benefit from the field. The field has not helped him in any way, and therefore he is not considered to be a machzik. Let's say what he harvested from the field was shachas, grass, meaning that he did not wait until the grain fully ripened, but he just cut it when it was still in the stage of grass or straw in order to feed to animals. This is not enough of a harvest to be considered a chazaka, because the original owner of the field who was watching him hold the field figures that the reason he didn't harvest it in the full way is because he, ha- he is afraid that if he uses it fully as a person normally uses a field that the original owner will come and object. Since he sees that he is limiting himself to harvesting the grass before it is ripened into useful grain therefore he did not need to object. However, if the custom of this place was to plant even just to use the grass because it was very expensive there. One could get a good price for the grass. As the Gemara brings an example from Machuza, that since many people, they were rich and they had many animals, even the grass was very expensive. Then it is a Chazaka if he consumes the grass because that's what everybody does. And therefore, since it has such worth, the original owner should have objected. Halachiyad base let's say that the food he was harvesting from the field was he was prohibited from harvesting it was orla fruit from a tree within the first three years of its planting or shviz it grew in the sabbatical year or kilayim it was a mixture such as a mixture of grain together in a vineyard All of these, even though his whole benefit came through a sin, a transgression, since he was not allowed to benefit from it in this case, nevertheless, it still is considered a chazaka because he has gained physical benefit from the field. The original owner should have objected. Let's say the place that he was occupying was a rock or a chalomish, Another type of rock or perhaps meaning very hard land. Shaina Royla's that is not possible to plant. Thorachlanas by Badavar Haroyla Nevertheless, he must have benefit, but here the benefit is not through planting and harvesting. It is a benefit which is fit to this type of area. For example, spreading out fruit there, apparently to dry. Or leaving his animal there. Or something similar, a way in which one has benefit without planting. And if he did not have benefit for these three years, in the regular way of getting benefit from such an area, he does not acquire possession a person put his animal in a certain place in his neighbor's courtyard or he put his chickens there, or or he placed there his oven, his stove, or his mill or he put his fertilizer there, he stored it there in a certain place in the courtyard. Regardless of whether or not he placed a partition around this area, nevertheless, if he utilized this place, for such things for three consecutive years day and night and he claims against the owner of the courtyard that you gave this place to me or sold it to me this is a valid that he has acquired the place through occupying it for three years a field surrounded by a fence And the person that took possession of this area planted and took possession only outside the fence. And he has benefit only from those places which are not protected, which are outside the fence. Even though he has taken profits from this area, year after year, he nevertheless does not acquire possession. Because the, uh, the original owners can claim against him, Since we saw that you were planting only in a place, which was ownerless, which was not protected, we said to ourselves, whatever you're going to plant over there, anyway, the animals of the field are going to eat. And therefore, I did not bother them enter a protest, because you're not getting anything from this field anyway, only animals will benefit. And the same law applies to anyone that plants an area which is unprotected. Rather, it's a place where any animal... Any person has free has free access to this area. Anything he does in such a place, although it might belong to a previous person, he does the previous person does not lose his chazaka as a result of allowing someone else to plant there, since the area is not protected. Halacha chutzmi reva. Let's say he utilized the entire area except for a base reva, an area sufficient to plant a reva one quarter of a kaf, a very small amount of grain. He gets possession of the entire area except for that one little area, that Beisreva, which he did not benefit from. And furthermore, Even if there was a rock or a hard land which one cannot plant in the field, Since he did not use it in the manner which is normally used, there is no Chazaka to that one area, even if it is only a rock. This Ramah mentioned already in Yud Gimel but here it refers even if it's a small part of the field which is this rock or unusable area that it still has something that can be used for and therefore if one doesn't use it there is no chazaka. The place can point out that a base Reva is not only used as an example of a small measurement but it is exact. Should it be less than an area of a base Reva then it's considered already as if it's part of the entire field and he does gain chazaka through having possession of the other areas in the field for three years. From here to the end of the panic the raven refers to the laws of chazaka regarding trees in a field let's say one person is holding possession of the of the trees of the field and is consuming the fruit of the trees and another one is utilizing the land the rest of the land and he plants it and utilizes and consumes the fruits of the ground and each one of the two is claiming that he bought the entire field, and he was the, the, and the whole thing belongs to him. The, so the Rambam rules that they split it. The one that was in possession of the trees and consumed the fruit for three years, he has possession of the, of the tree. And not only the tree itself, but any of the land which is necessary to utilize the tree. And this is the amount of space for the Ore to be an Ore, the one that gathers the fruit, particularly of a fig tree. Different words are used for different types of fruits, as we mentioned previously. So it's an area for him to stand and also his sal, his basket for collecting outside the tree for each individual tree. And the one that was in control of the land, he has the rest of the land for himself. So only the land, part of the land necessary for upkeep of the tree belongs to the one that was in, that was utilizing the fruit of the tree for three years. The rest of the land belongs to the one that was utilizing the rest of the land. And so to anyone that utilizes the fruit of the tree for three years. And he claims against the one that owns the tree, that you sold me this tree and its land. This person who has the chazaka has not only the tree, but also the land for the thickness of the tree, down until the bottom of the ground, the whole depth of the ground. Normally, when someone buys a tree and there's a dispute as to whether the ground underneath has been bought also, which is a very great difference. Let's say the tree should dry up and he wishes to plant another tree in that place. Should he have only bought the tree, he cannot replant. Should he have bought the ground also, he can replant. Normally, when one buys a tree, he buys only the tree. However, in our halacha the one that was in possession of the tree claims that he bought the land underneath the tree as well. And since there is no proof to the contrary, and he's been using it for three years, and there is no shtab, no document, which is in existence after three years, we therefore believe his claim and he gains the entire land down to the bottom of the ground. The Gemara explains over here what can the original owner of the land do if he wishes only to sell a tree, and we don't expect a sh'tad, the the document to exist after three years. So the Gemara explains that he can make a macho, that he can make a protest, a declaration in the presence of witnesses before three years has elapsed. He can make a statement that only the tree was sold to him, not the land underneath the tree. Halachah Yutzes. A field of trees, which had 30 trees planted in a place with to hold three base saws. A base saw is a place necessary, an area wide enough to plant one saw of grain, a saw of seeds. And a, a common measurement for how many trees to put in a field is 10 trees for each base saw. So over here, it's a proper amount of trees. There are 30 trees planted in three, but they saw... And instead of consuming all thirty every year, he takes the fruit of one of uh, one base saw, third uh, ten. In other words, the first year, another ten the second year, and another ten the third year. Even though he has not collected all of them simultaneously each year, he nevertheless acquires possession of the entire thirty, uh, the area of the all thirty trees. However, That's only if he split up these ten which he consumed among all of the three saw area. In other words, not that he took, he split it up into three different sections and took ten from one section, ten from another section and ten from a third section. All ten were split from the entire field. If he took ten from each section then it would be as if he has one year in one field because this one field since a base saw is already sufficient for ten trees. It's like there's one field of one saw, which he had for one, one year. and A second field of, of a base saw for another year. And a third field of a base saw for another year. He would have no chazakah. But over here, since he took from trees spread out throughout the three bought they saw, therefore he has a chazakah. And so too, below Hetzir, he shot The other twenty trees in the field did not produce fruit. Meaning, as we will see from the next halacha, that he does not have any benefit from this fruit. But if the other trees, the other 20, have produced fruit, and he did not personally have benefit from them, he only has a chazaka over the fruit that he did eat, meaning the fruit that he did pick and use for himself. But in this, the final halacha of the Paddock, the Rabbim will clarify that he does not mean that only 10 trees produce fruit and 20 did not produce any fruit at all. Whereas if all 30 produced fruit and 10 he used and 20 he left, he will not gain possession. That's not what the Rambam means, as he will clearly explain in this halacha. When does this halacha apply? That if he eats only the fruit from ten trees, and not from all of the trees, that he will have no chazak in the entire field. Who who When he ate some of the fruit only from the ten trees and other people came in and trespassed and took away the rest of the fruit from the other twenty trees. But since they came in and took away the fruit from the other twenty trees and he allowed it this is a clear sign that he does not own the fruit from these other twenty trees but if he merely left the fruit on the other 20 trees in other words all 30 produced fruit and he only took from 10 and the other 20 he left there in this case since he ate one tree over here and another tree over there from the entire field he gets a chazak in the entire field even though he has not collected fruit from the entire tree since he has taken from every every area of the field. He does not have to pick every single tree in order to have a chazakah. He says, so if he takes from every area of the field, as long as he leaves the, fr- the fruits there on the tree, and he has sufficient control of the field, that trespassers do not come and take away the rest of the fruit from the other trees, this is enough to show his ownership over the field, and he therefore gains a proper chazakah.